Hello, and welcome to the Goon History Podcast. I'm your host, Huge Gross Burrito, and every episode I'll be sitting down with goons from the Something Awful forums to talk about history while having a few drinks. This episode, I'm talking to Ugly in the Morning about the Iliad, and we have a special guest narrator to read from the Iliad, Lance Reddick. I hope you enjoy. Sing, O goddess, the anger of Achilles, son of Peleus, that brought countless ills upon the Achaeans. Many a brave soul did it send hurrying down to Hades, and many a hero did it yield a prey to dogs and vultures, for so were the counsels of Jove fulfilled from the day on which the son of Atreus, king of men, and great Achilles, first fell out with one another. And which of the gods was it that set them on to quarrel? It was the son of Jove and Leto. For he was angry with the king and sent a pestilence upon the host to plague the people, because the son of Atreus had dishonored Chrysus, his priest. Now Chrysus had come to the ships of the Achaeans to free his daughter, and had brought with him a great ransom. Moreover, he bore in his hand the scepter of Apollo, wreathed with a suppliant's wreath, and he besought the Achaeans, but most of all, the two sons of Atreus, who were their chiefs. This starts when Eris shows up with the golden apple. And the thing about Eris is she's not a good person. She's the goddess of strife and discord. And she's like, I have a prize. This was one of the labors of Hercules. And I'm going to give this to the best looking goddess in Olympus. And Hera, Aphrodite, and Athene won't st- uh, Athena won't stop fighting over it. The wife of Zeus, the daughter of Zeus, the other daughter of Zeus. So uh, Zeus takes the perfectly normal, not weird step of going to a mortal and being like, hey, buddy, who's hotter? My wife, my daughter, or my other daughter, who she's a real headache. And I mean that literally because she was born as an actual headache that I had a blacksmith chop out of my head with a fucking hammer. So uh, Paris uh, the of Troy uh, decides that uh, it's going to go to Aphrodite who is the goddess of being hot, so naturally she wins this one. And uh, the thing is, he's in the house of Menelaus, and Menelaus is married to Helen, who is not yet of Troy, but still of the the lady that Zeus knocked up while he was a swan, because Greek gods got freaky like that all the time. And uh, so Menelaus is married to Helen, and Helen's really hot, and Menelaus got married to Helen because he had promised Aphrodite that he would sacrifice a hundred oxen to her. So he didn't do that. So Aphrodite's pissed at him. Aphrodite's happy with Paris. So after she gets the apple, she decides she's going to make Helen fall in love with Paris. So Paris goes, takes Menelaus' wife, takes a bunch of his shit, like gold and furniture and his stash of weed and his television and runs out the door back to Troy, possibly laughing all the way. And this is a big thing because the Greeks were big on sacred hospitality. So he's not happy about that. He's also not really that mad because he knows what he's going to do. He's going to go to everyone that he knows because everyone he knows also tried to marry his wife. And clever Odysseus decided that when everyone was trying to marry marry Helen, that uh, they would uh, all swear an oath on some horse tartar because that's a normal thing to do just hack the shit out of a horse and be like so this animal carcass that we have spread from hell to breakfast will be our bible for this particular trial we will all 
defend the marriage of Helen, no matter what, no matter who she marries, no matter who I marry, no matter who you marry, we will all defend the marriage of Hel uh, Helen. So say we all on this gross steaming thing that we're trying to chase vultures away. Try not to smell the intestines because horse manure <laughs> is kind of nasty. So what kicked all this off was Zeus having too many unstoppable love children. Like there were a ton out there. Some of them were making like demi demigods and it was making like a whole Assassin's Creed thing where you had like the, the kids with the God DNA seeing colors and shit. So uh, he had told Eris to give the apple and that's why he even, I think had Hercules get the apple in the fucking first place. So anyway, um, Menelaus takes his giant army of a bunch of Greek dudes with, I hope they at least got a sandwich out of the horse or something, but it's a pretty raw dar uh, bargain. He got Odysseus, who started all this shit in the first place. He uh, went to Ithaca, saw Odysseus and was like, hey, you're coming with me. And Odysseus is like, let me think about it. And then Odysseus starts acting crazy to try to get out of being drafted because Ithaca is a nice place and he wanted to stay there, but it wasn't, wasn't happening. The Iliad starts nine years after all this went down, and Achilles is king shit of Turd Mountain. He is the greatest warrior of the Greek army that uh, Menelaus rounded up, called the Achaeans. Uh, and they're fighting against the Trojans, which are led by Paris, his brother Hector, uh, his father uh, Pyrrhum, Priam. He's the king. Um, and it's just, it's been a bloodbath. It's been 10 years of constant fighting, sieging, people running out of the, the city to try to attack the Achaeans, them getting pushed back. Sometimes the Achaeans get pushed back to their ships. It's, it's been really dynamic, but every time Achilles takes the field, no one can stand against him. You just die right away. And when the Achaeans see he's out there, he's got this golden armor. He stands out. He's like the hero unit in like a strategy game. Like everyone around him gets plus five morale and just starts tearing things up around him. So uh, everyone knows he's there when he takes the field. The, the armor of Achilles is impenetrable. It's bright. It's shiny. It's, it's probably got hydraulic lifts in it so he can like bounce to war songs. But uh, so the Achaeans have just sacked a village and taken two women as slaves because the ancient Greeks were dicks like that. And uh, King Agamemnon took the elder daughter, Chryseis, of the king of the village. And uh, Achilles took her younger sister. Um, and when I say king, pretty much anyone who's in charge of a city or a village, uh, that's considered a king in ancient Greece. They really threw that term around loosely. So the king of the village is like, oh, I want my eldest daughter back. Like, it's my oldest child. Like, I can't do without her. The younger one's like crying in the corner because no one cares about her. They're not even negotiating. She doesn't matter. She's younger. Whatever. He's got like 12 of those anyway. He just wants the oldest. Agamemnon's like, no. I don't, I don't want the money. Like I have tons of money. I'm, I'm rich as hell. Like I'm, I'm surrounded by gold. What I want is your daughter. You, you can, you can just run right off. The, the king of the village says, all right, buddy. Well, I know where I can get some help. And he goes to the temple of Apollo, who's the God of the sun. And more importantly, in this case, medicine. And Apollo is like, I know how I can get you back. I know exactly what I'm going to do. So he sends a plague to the Achaeans, maybe through God magic. Maybe he opened like a, a anachronistic like gyro truck and didn't wash his hands after he used the bathroom and let the tzatziki sit in the sun. But uh, either way, the Achaeans get incredibly sick. They're dying left and right. They're like, oh, I'm never, I'm never going to be able to touch tzatziki again. Like you know how it is, eat something wrong and throw up, and then you you can't go near it without feeling sick. I wouldn't know anything about that. 
Either way, ton of Achaeans die, which sucks for the Achaeans because they're besieging a city far away from home and they have no way to get reinforcements. Agamemnon finally goes to Achilles and he's like, I got to get rid of this plague, dude. Like, I know exactly what it is. I know that little fucking bastard over in the village has gotten a, Apollo to fuck our shit up. So you can have the uh, the ransom, but I'm taking your girl. And Achilles says, no, I'm in this for two reasons, taking captives and absolutely slaughtering people, which is also why I get super annoyed when that fucking Coldplay song comes on and talks about Achilles and his gold. And it's like, no, Achilles turned down a bunch of gold because he's just like, I'm, yeah, I'm in here to kill people. Like, come on, dude. Anyway, Agamemnon does it anyway. Apollo does leaf, lift the leaf. Jesus, how do I say leaf? Do I speak English? Leaf. Anyway, he, he gets rid of the plague and closes down his gyro shop. And everyone's sad because who doesn't like gyros? But people stop shitting themselves to death. Man, I want a gyro. Yeah. Fuck, I really want a gyro. There's no gyros near me. Never. Oh, that's sad. Not even not even like they're closed now. It's just like there's no gyro shop near me. Anyway, <clears throat> so Achilles gets super mad and he sulks just like when your boss is like, well, if you do this for me, you can have a day off and then you don't get the day off. And you're just like, I'm not going to put effort in. Fuck you. I'm, I'm at work. I'm in the general geographic area of where you want me to be. And that's all you're getting. Fuck you. Anyway, so he sulks in his tents for days, and it just fucks up the Achaeans' morale because it's not just that he's good at killing people, but he is shiny and good at killing people. Like, you see him out there killing people, and you're like, hey, yeah, I'm on his side. Like, when he's on my side, I can't lose. And you just go fucking nuts. Like, they ignore self-preservation. They're just like, yeah, let's do this. And they get so aggressive that they're actually good at Somehow, self-preservation. So, <clears throat> Achilles prays to his mom that she prays to Zeus that the Greeks be brought to their breaking point. So, King Agamemnon gets a dream from Zeus that he needs to attack Troy, like, right the fuck now. And he gets it, and because the Greeks were like, yeah, dreams are valid, instead of like, yeah, dreams are about me being back at a job I hated or with a girlfriend I hated. He's just like, yeah, good idea. But I want to make sure that my dudes actually like want to commit to the assault. So he does like all the bad girlfriends you dreamt about. He puts them to the weird test and says, well, you know what, guys? It's been a shitty week. How about we call it a war and go home? And like every shitty girlfriend you had weird dreams about, his guys are like, you know what? It's been a real shitty week. Yeah, let's just go home. So, clever Odysseus stops the rout, which I remembered how. I'm pretty sure Athena was involved. So, uh, the, 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 the Chians go out, and they meet the uh, Trojans in the middle of a giant field. And Menelaus knows, you know, he's down his best guy. His quarterback broke an ankle, catching a ball or throwing a ball or doing whatever quarterbacks do. And uh, he also knows that, you know, the guy leading the, the other army, Paris, he's a bit of a wimp. Uh, especially because they keep talking about his cowardly bow. like. There's no respect for Paris on either side. Hector, Paris's brother, tells him, like, you know what? Menelaus ain't so great either. We have an opportunity to just be done with this shit. You're gonna step out there, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna uh, battle Menelaus, 
or I'm going to smack you. I'm going to smack you right upside the head, and it's going to be a problem. We're going to just say that whoever wins gets Helen, and whoever loses has a nice funeral, and it just done. And both sides are like, this has been going on for a long time. I'm kind of sick of this guy. I'm sure those guys are sick of that guy. I'm happy with this being a battle to the death. I won't die. They, they Whatever. So Paris uh, gets punched in the face a lot. He punches Menelaus a few times. He gets like dragged around by his ear. Um, there might be some light spanking involved. I don't know. It's embarrassing to both parties. It's like seeing someone put in a locker thousands of years before lockers were existed. Like it happened so bad that they know what a locker is just because they're seeing him be metaphorically put in a locker. Um, but between the announcer telling Menelaus, finish him, and Menelaus actually putting in the buttons for the fatality, Aphrodite steps in. He's like, She's like, you know what? I like this Paris guy. He thinks I'm hot. I hooked him up with his wife. I don't want him to die. I mean, he's looking pretty bad right now, but what, what the fuck ever. So she brings him home to his bed. Uh, Zeus then steps in, kind of, by telling his wife to tell someone else to fire an arrow into the Achaeans, and I believe it wounds Menelaus. Um, but no one does their shit themselves in this when it comes to the gods. It's it's pretty bad. It's always through middlemen. Battle's back on. Diomedes, the second coolest of the uh, Achaeans, goes absolutely psycho, like just takes a bunch of PCP and starts stabbing a bunch of Trojans with a spear or a sword or whatever he had. Um, Aphrodite steps in the way, and he's just having none of it. You're not a you're not a goddess of war. You're not made for the battlefield backhands her she goes to the er Ares is like the fuck did you just do to my sister he's a god of war diomedes is like you and me we can have it out so diomedes has it out with Ares, sends him to the goddamn hospital if there is one on mount olympus i don't know what the health plan is for gods and goddesses but anyway the dude put the god of war out of action because he's that badass Hector, who got this whole thing started by telling his brother to get into a duel anyway, he stops it from being a complete rout. After the battle's done, Diomedes and a Trojan hero actually, you know, meet on neutral ground. They give each other gifts and fucking fist bump and they're like, six moves, bro. Let's not fight each other because, well, let's fight each other eventually, but not right now because I, I, I want to do this fair. <sighs> More beer. <laughs> so things slow down a bit after this. Uh, Greeks build a wall. At some point, Zeus steps in and stops the gods from interceding. Because, um, like, seriously, look at look at Ares's face. He's bleeding all over the furniture. Like, ugh, it's just gross. You gotta like disinfect that. I think he has like some kind of hepatitis because he's just always in a bloodbath. Like, you definitely caught something. Anyway. So after the less interesting stuff comes out, uh, Achilles goes on the wall and yells at the Trojan, boosted by Athena, so hard a bunch of them die. Like, the Trojans literally die from being yelled at, which is, if any of them are going to die, I would think it would be from Achilles saying, I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed, and then the embarrassment kills them. (laughs) Anyway, Things aren't going so great, so Agamemnon offers Achilles a ton of stuff. The girl, the whole, like, sulking in his tent thing was about. Gold. The staff of Apollo wrapped in the grass of Accord, or whatever the fuck that staff was about. 
Um, but Achilles just gets angrier. Like this peace gesture just makes him mad because Achilles has anger management problems badly. Intermittent explosive disorder at a minimum. He is super mad all the time. If you gave him a stress ball, he'd go through one like every 10 minutes. Yeah, so he says that uh, he'll only go back to fight if the Trojans are literally about to set his home, his ride home on fire. Oh, and at this point, uh, Zeus also tells the gods to stop interfering. Come on. Like, come on. This is off. Er, nope. Nope. Sorry. I'm drunk. Oh, this is fun. So at this point, um, Achilles does get tricked at one point into uh, thinking that the ships are about to be set on fire. Uh, he's dressed up as a lady so he can socialize and go out and about. Uh, and Odysseus has... Clever Odysseus has left out a shield and a spear where he knows Achilles can see them and he starts sounding the alarm and instead of running for safety, Achilles runs over to get a shield and a spear and he's like, yeah! And uh, Odysseus is like, I fucking knew it. Come on! Let's fight! But uh, Achilles still is just like, no, I want to mope. I'm I'm mad. Like, I thought I was going to get it, like all, all this stuff and then I didn't get it and then they offered it to me but I was already mad. So this goes on. The Achaeans are having a bad time. And the cousin of Achilles, also his best friend, also in later views, uh, and just judging by Greek society in general at the time, uh, his lover Patroclus uh, has this bright idea. He asks Achilles, well, wait, you have this really blinged out, like super cool looking armor, and that's what everyone sees, and that's what brings everyone's spirits up. Can I please, please, please put on the armor, go out there, and maybe we'll start making some progress. You don't even have to do anything. I'll just wear your armor. I'll do some cool stuff. It'll, I'll, you'll get all the credit. Like, there's nothing to lose. And Achilles says, fine, you can wear my armor. I just need you to promise that you're not going to try to uh, chase them all the way back to the city. You stop when they get to their ships um, that they're using to, to, like, attack us at our camp, but you don't chase them to the city. And he says, okay, cool. Like, <clears throat> that's, that's exactly what I'll do. So Patroclus, he's not quite Achilles. Uh, he's out there. He's fighting. He manages to help the Achaeans push the Trojans back to their ships. Except at this point, uh, Apollo kind of makes him a dumbass, even though he's not supposed to. And uh, Patroclus decides, I'm going to keep chasing them to the gates of the city. He's actually doing really well. He manages to kill a demigod, one of the sons of Zeus. But he gets stabbed in the gut by uh, one Trojan hero. And then Hector finishes him off. And Agamemnon and Menelaus, uh, Menelaus actually gets the guy that got Patroclus the first time, uh, but not Hector. They protect uh, Hector, uh, Patroclus's body, but not before Hector's like, hey, that fancy armor's mine now. So they retrieve the body, but Achilles is out of his mind with grief. He's incredibly depressed. He's super pissed off because like whenever Achilles feels any emotion, bare minimum 10% is being pissed off. The dude loves to rage out. Uh, maybe he had a steroid problem. But he's so depressed, he won't even let them uh, do the funeral rites of Patroclus. He's not good at letting go. Like, he's so not good at letting go that Patroclus starts haunting the hell out of Achilles' tent and his dreams. And he's like, dude, you gotta let me have funeral rites. Like, I want to go over to Hades. Like, you're making me stuck here. Like, I, there's nothing to do. I'm a, I'm a shade. Like, it's a, it's a nice beach, but I've been here 10 years. I'm sick of it. Like, let me go to the underworld. So they, they have an uh, actual funeral for Patroclus. They burn his body, and all the warriors in grief, missing, who was plainly a great guy, 
who probably never cheated at poker. Uh, po- cheated at poker. I'm burping. I'm sorry. Not even burping. I'm hiccuping. I can't even burp. Oh God! It keeps happening. You're almost at the. You're almost at the end. You got it. So, uh, a guy who certainly did not cheat at poker. They all chop off their hair and toss it on the funeral pyro pyre, and then immediately vomit because. Have you ever smelled burning hair? It's not great. Now imagine burning hair with people that never invented shampoo. I think it's the Greek guy. Oh, yeah. No, don't even. Oh, it's like a mix between a burning hair and an oil well fire. Oh, my God. Can you imagine the poor, like, waterfowl that got contaminated? They didn't have Dawn dish soap back then. They couldn't wash it out. At this point, Achilles is done sulking, and he's just back in rage mode because every emotion that Achilles has in the whole thing is at least like 10 to 25% rage. He's done with taking captives. He just, ow, fuck. (laughs) Sorry, I just slapped two of my teeth together in a bad way. Oh, like the top front tooth hit the back of the bottom front tooth. Oh, my God. Oh, God. It's like the worst feeling in the world. I think my eyes crossed for a second. All right, where was I? Something about uh, destroying your uh, your own teeth. Oh, uh, was it uh, Achilles? Is oh yeah, Achilles is done sulking. He's back in rage mode because pretty much every emotion he feels is at least like ten to twenty five percent hate by volume. He's just an angry fuck. So all he wants to do is kill the shit out of Hector and do awful things to what's left of him. Just heinous, unspeakable things. And Agamemnon sees that he's stewing and he's ready to kill something. And he gingerly goes up and he's like, hey man, like it looks like you're ready for a fight. You still want all the stuff I was offering you before? And Achilles is like, nah, I'm in this for the love of the game. Just killing people. So he rides out to battle after like one of those action movie like load up scenes like I think he might have taken a sledgehammer to a concrete floor and pulled a case of his armor out. Like, Hephaestus gave him all new shit. It was nice. Um, so he he gets on his chariot, and his horse tells him, hey, man, just so you know, this is totally going to get you killed. Can't say I didn't warn you. And Achilles is like, that's a weird fucking thing for a horse to say, but I'm all right with dying, because at the very least before I die, Hector's going to fucking die. So he just goes ham on the Trojans. It's bad. He meets half their number, chokes them against a river, just pushes them up where their backs are to the wall, and he kills them all. The river is full of the dead. It's choked with them. And the minor god of the river stands up to Achilles, empowers one of his sons, and his son actually draws Achilles' blood. Not from the heel, because that's some fucking first century AD bullshit. He throws a spear, gets his elbow, and draws what is described as a spurt of blood. It's a weird place for blood to spurt from, because I've seen some cut-up elbows. They don't bleed that much. So, Hephaestus, the guy that made Achilles' shit the first and second times, stands up to the river, and he uses his fire of his forge to push the river back and evaporate it. And the river's like, oh, shit, good game, bro. Like, that's too much for me. I can't put that out, especially when I'm full of dead bodies. They're starting to smell. I'm done. Go home. So, Achilles continues his fight. Trojans have had enough. Gates of the city open to let in the retreating soldiers, and Achilles is right over there, and he's like, doors wide open. I'm going to let myself in, and I'm going to end this myself. But the god Apollo shows up against the rules, 
and uh, looks like a retreating uh, Trojan who's going the wrong way. And Achilles is like, well, I know where they'll be later. I don't know where you're going to be. I'm going to chase you down now. Apollo catches him and Apollo's, or Achilles catches Apollo and he's like, surprise, wasn't a Trojan. Just trick you so they could hide. Achilles is understandably pissed because Achilles' only emotions at this point are pissed, more pissed, and that weird like part where you're so pissed you're not even mad anymore. You're just like weirdly calm. Um, so he goes and he tries to fight the Trojans some more, but they're all inside and the gates are shut. Hector looks upon this and he feels guilt, shame, and rage. The only way that people that watch UConn football can. Just like, I just saw the team I'm rooting for get destroyed. Really bad. By like way fewer people. This is embarrassing. So he feels he needs to do something about it. He suits up. He tells his son goodbye. He prays for him to be a better man. And not even in a way where he wants to see him grow up to be a better man. Because Hector is not expecting to see his son grow up. He goes down the wall to fight Achilles face to face because he's going to do it right if the fucking entire army can't, god damn it. Except then he sees Achilles, browns his trousers, and he runs away. Achilles chases him around the entire city walls of Troy, not once, not twice, but three times. And presumably, Hector was uh, shouting like, run, run as fast as you can, you'll never catch me, I'm the gingerbread man. And that just pissed off Achilles more, because that reference wouldn't make sense for like 2,000 years. And Achilles doesn't go for that kind of weird, deep bullshit. No, no, no obscure references for Achilles if it's not about killing people or enslaving people. He doesn't care. So on his third trip around the cities, Hector runs into one of his brothers who hands him a Xanax, breaks the panic attack and tells him, you got backup now. We're going to do this shit together. We're family. We're both badasses. Achilles is good, but he's got nothing on the two of us. Hector turns, he faces Achilles, but it turns out that wasn't his brother. That was Athena in disguise this time. Uh, and Achilles has now caught up to him. He's got nowhere to go. For some reason, O Fortuna is playing from the sky. It is on now. There's a duel. It's not a very long duel, but Achilles manages to stab Hector in the neck with his spear. And Hector then talks for, I shit you not, 500 lines after being stabbed in the neck. Mostly about, hey, Achilles, just so you know, this war is going to kill you too. And uh, the, the Iliad does include that, uh, well, you know, the, the spear didn't go through Hector's windpipe, which I assume was a, a later edition when Homer was reciting this to a crowd and someone was like, wait a second, that doesn't make sense. He got stabbed in the neck and that's a lot of talking. And Homer was like, you know what, Diogenes, shut the fuck up. No one likes that guy when you're doing a lecture. God damn it. Questions at the end. <laughs> So Hector's whole thing in his speech is just, you know, hey, Achilles, you're good at this whole, like, war thing, but remember, this is going to get you got too. You would think Achilles just was like, hmm, I win. <laughs> Sneer, flex bicep. Except then he took Hector's corpse and uh, he tied it to the toe hitch on his chariot because uh, I, I, he might have disconnected his, like, trailer or something first. But then he dragged Hector's body for days and days around the city of Troy, high on a mix of amphetamines and pure hatred. Um, and uh, it's it's just gross. Like, everyone's like, I didn't like the guy either, but uh, yikes, dude. That's, Jesus, what are you going to do? Fuck it next? God, this is not okay. Oh, oh, I can see his brain. 
So, anyways, at this point, Zeus, even as much as he's a fucked up maniac, he's like, dude, I can't look at this anymore. Get it out of my sight. What the fuck? Like, I'm going into the future and looking at Rotten.com before I look at that shit again. So, Hermes leads Hector's father, the king of Troy, uh, Priam, to Achilles' camp to ask for his son's body's return so, you know, the vultures can stop pecking at it. And instead of killing the absolute shit out of him, like you would expect from everything you've seen from Achilles at this point, like he does two things, take slaves, three things, take slaves, sulk, and murder people. But this time, he actually has a heart-to-heart with uh, Hector's father. They share a meal, they stare into the middle distance and pose for like some kind of painting that's in a thing about PTSD through the ages. And uh, Achilles actually returns Hector's body for... Well, it would be a proper burial, but the war ended that uh, not long after, and it didn't end well for the Trojans. They didn't get to bury much. So, the rest of the Trojan War goes roughly like this. Achilles is killed by Paris with his cowardly blow, not with, like I said, the first AD coward, like post-Christianity bullshit uh, of the poisoned arrow and the, the heel that was his one weak spot. Uh, per the the Greek art, it was a shot through the chest in his new armor that wasn't as impenetrable, and uh, then he fell to his death, ignominiously. And at that point, the Greeks were like, "Well, we lost our best guy." And honestly, beating the shit out of the Trojan army hasn't been working. So Odysseus was like, "Well, Athena and I have been talking, and I have a great idea. How about we build a giant fake wooden horse and?" hide a bunch of our people and we'll hide a bunch of our people in that giant fake wooden horse and say it's a surrender gift. And we all left. And then when they get drunk, then then they'll let the, the horse in and we'll open the gates from the inside. And then the rest of our armies will tear shit up. And they did exactly that. And per the myth, there's the prophet uh, Cassandra, who was a Trojan seer cursed with foresight with no one believing her. And she says that uh, some shady shit's going on, but the problem with the curse is everyone's like, what do you mean? Why are you complaining? We got a free wooden horse. So anyway, the Achaeans desecrate the shit out of some Trojan temples while they are doing some hardcore, like, kill even the pregnant women because they might have, a like, a something that would grow up to be a son. Um, so they desecrate, desecrate a bunch of Trojan temples that are the same gods that they worship which ends badly for a lot of them going home. Like, per Greek myth, a lot of deaths from Poseidon's waves dashing against the rocks and Zeus's thunder and just pure hubris. The one person who made it home, uh, well, some of them did, but the the big name that made it home was Odysseus. It took him 10 years. He uh, His whole journey was the other epic poem you might have heard of, the, the Odyssey. And... It was not a great time for him. The one that made it home with a fast voyage was Nestor, the one no one wanted to listen to, who was like, I'm not doing any of this looting and sacking shit. Like, I'm just going to get on my boat and go to sleep. Uh, It's past 10. I'm tired. You guys have fun. The end. The end. All right. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed. I want to thank Teaches of Peaches for helping with all of our audio and helping to put the whole podcast together. Um, We'll hopefully see you very soon. Thanks and goodbye.